0: Give me, give me, give Hi there. This is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bareskins a little closer give me, give me, give me to the fire. That's it. are <laughs> you talking there? Ah, uh, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody, cozy. Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day. You deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
1: Lam Stewart, Stephen Grappelli here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. There comes a time in every man's life when he wakes up in the morning with a smile on his face, knowing that there is good news and that there is bad news. Of course, he thinks of the good news first, which is that he is a senile old fool. He tries not to think of the bad news, which is that it's only going to get worse... Out of it, Django, quit while you're ahead when my wife, Marcia, the almost perfect woman, came home from work without even thinking about it. I clomped upstairs out of my solar radiant heated cellar office, the office of main private radio, I clomped up out of the cellar to greeter. a few minutes later. <sighs> some black marks on the kitchen carpet brought tears of nostalgia to my eyes. Now, if you are pushing 80, you will remember that the kind of shoes adults wore in 1942 produced black heel marks on carpets. It has been around 70 years since you have seen black heel marks like the ones I just put on my kitchen floor. I was clumping about in my vintage 1942 or so, World War II Army Air Force sheepskin boots. You might remember that they wore those boots in unheated airplanes. Do you remember those black heel marks on your mother's kitchen floor? My mother's kitchen floor was always a huge mess of those horrible black heel marks.
2: flow. Is the only dance for you to do. The flat foot, the foot, the foot, the, the, the foot, the foot, the foot, the foot, the foot, the foot,
1: Blue G the Floy Floy, which you don't hear on the radio every day now a days, unless you're listening to your favorite radio station where with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening. I am the humble farmer. Love to hear from you. I'm at the humble farmer at gmail.com. Please listen to what i read in Wikipedia about Ty Cobb. It said, Cobb is widely credited with setting 90 MLB records during his career. He still holds several records as of the end of the 2013 season, including the highest career batting average, .366 or .367, depending on source, And most career batting titles with 11 or 12, depending on source. So, that's the point. Isn't this interesting? It is not only the members of clearly delineated social classes in every land, in every era, that see facts differently, but even sports enthusiasts... I've been meaning to mention this to you for a long time, and this is a good time to do it. Even down at the dump, there are two ways of looking at the planks from my old annual free lobster picnic stage. I tore it apart. took it down to the dump. One of the attendants looks at these pieces of the stage when I bring down a few on my truck, and he tells me to put them on the wood pile. The next day, another dump attendant looks at an identical load of these planks and tells me that they are too rotten for the woodpile and to put them in the container with construction debris. So, the difference between the two camps is so meaningless and insignificant that should both men be on duty when I arrive, they would probably attack each other with broken bottles much as the Crusaders tried to eradicate heresy in the Holy Land. The sound of the great John Thyson here on the Humble Farmer. I just saw a Will Rogers quote that someone had pasted on their Facebook page. There's a picture of Will Rogers and he is quoted as saying, there are men running governments who shouldn't be playing with matches. <laughs> Will is this a reflection on your men who are running governments or or is it a reflection on the honest, hard-working, ignorant people who voted for them? There are people who vote who shouldn't be playing with matches. Okay, Will, you wouldn't have been quite so popular if you'd said it that way, would you? (音楽) ... just you, just me, we'll do something or other, and then we'll be, must be three, must rhyme with me. The name of the website is Dumb Little Man, and for a while there, Dumb Little Man took the place of my daily read in the Encyclopedia Britannica, which, as you remember over the years, the Encyclopedia Britannica has given us dozens of interesting things to talk about, but But on that particular day, the lead headline in Dumb Little Man asked, Are you an emotional pack rat? (laughs) I read the entire article, but because it was about storing away emotional rubbish, there wasn't a single thing in there that could be of interest to you or to me. Unless one compared the compulsion to constantly ruminate unproductive thoughts with the compulsion to respond to or forward vacuous emails. Now, I don't know about you, but I know I spend too much time answering emails. If If you've looked in your email box lately, you know that you have too many friends with nothing better to do than forward trivial email must read. On the other hand... You look forward to hearing from some friends who never write unless they are forward in an exceptional article or have something of substance to say. If someone has been kind enough to send you a personal note, do you feel that you should reply in kind or at least acknowledge it? So, how do you handle your hundreds and thousands of emails? And while we're talking about how to practically utilize our time, Tell me if you've ever taken a real vacation lately or were you carrying your cell phone? Harry Allen, Joe Cohn here on The Humble Farmer. Where with any luck at all, you can hear my program on which I play old fashioned music just for you every week at this time, right here on your favorite station. I am The Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Did you know that Santa Claus is richer than Daddy Warbucks? Because I'd really never given it any thought. I didn't lay awake night worrying about it until I googled Daddy Warbucks, ASP, Punjab, you know, just to see what they'd been up to lately. And I learned on the Forbes.com website that Daddy Warbucks is worth $27.3 billion. He's right up there with that guy that invented Facebook. I was also surprised to see that this once-aged icon... Is now only 52 years old and young enough to be my youngest son. Would you be surprised to hear that Lex Luthor is only worth $10.1 billion, although he went to MIT? Daddy Warbucks has a BS from SUNY Stony Brook, so you might, you might want to keep that in mind should you ever be pressed to help one of yours with an educational decision. You don't even know who Charles Montgomery Burns is, so I'll tell you. He owns the nuclear power plant where Bart Stimpson, or is it Bart Simpson, works. You know what I'm talking about. Charles Montgomery Burns went to Yale, according to this website I found, and he's worth $8.4 billion, and he bought the Frank Guinea-designed Springfield Concert Hall from the city and turned it into a privatized prison. Oh, Santa Claus is the world's richest fictional person. And if you want to consult my source to get the websites, you can read more. You can ask to get my weekly newsletter, the one in Snivel, and read about it there. Or you can simply Google Daddy Warbucks Punjab Asp. You might be interested to know, just a little gee whiz fact here, that Santa Claus is richer than Daddy Warbucks because being immortal the ELF employees don't require health insurance. Slam Stewart. Thank you for listening, friend and neighbor. My friend Rich says, you won't believe this, my friend Rich says that some people who buy lottery tickets don't have a firm grasp on what you can do with $30 million. Rich told me that some TV reporter interviewed a man who bought a lottery ticket. And of course, the reporter asked him, Hey, what would you do if you won $30 million? And the fellow said, I'd pay off my house mortgage. Think about this. If it took $30 million to pay off your house mortgage, would you be in that socio-economic class of people who buy lottery tickets at a gas station?
2: Now, we all, by that I mean... The guys in the band, my trio, myself, and you. We all love Count Basie, right? Is anybody that doesn't love Count Basie? So what we would like to do right now, ladies and gentlemen, is a little segment of music. Some tunes that are very much identified with the great, late Count Basie. You. You're driving me crazy Wait, wait, later, later, okay What did I do? I'll need you later What did I do to you? Oh, I got tears for you Make everything Hazy cloudy. The sky is a blue how true were the friends who were near me to cheer me? Believe me, they knew. But you were the kind who would hurt me, desert me when I needed. Now everybody called him sweets He played with Basie in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s Boy, he produced some mean trumpet feats He went doo He went He went show do 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 did do 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 Baby, what I do could be something that you should treat me the miserable way you do. Teaching at your mama, baby, whatever I've done, won't you forgive me? Let me go run. saying oh what and i want 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 to you to you what did i do to you to make you go you know i need you babe miss you so why don't you pack your
1: Would you ever end on a ninth? You've heard me say that after drinking coffee for four or five days in a row, my body has a very bad reaction. If you've been paying attention, you probably also know that I don't call drinking coffee drinking coffee. I call drinking coffee doing drugs. And when I do coffee drugs four or so days in a row, I feel as if a hand is is grabbing in my chest at my heart, making it pound, making it hurt. Now, like any druggie, I love doing drugs because it makes me feel good. And I use it for medical reasons. It helps me stay awake while I'm on stage, which is pretty rare nowadays, or while making radio programs. But there is a price to be paid because I suffer the next day. But hear this. This week, on two different days, first my wife, and then day two later, my brother, mentioned that they had read in the AARP newsletter that coffee drinkers are likely to live longer. Do I hear you applauding there in the background? They said that they'd read that drinking coffee also cuts down on the suicide rate and gives you a better chance of avoiding stroke and oral cancer. Now, I'd like to repeat what I read about that statement in another newspaper. In another newspaper, it said, this is going to make the people who say they can't live without their coffee all the more insufferable. I told my brother I couldn't do drugs because it made my heart beat. My brother said, (laughs) yep, walked around all his life in a reptilian condition, had a cup of coffee that got his pulse rate up to that of normal people, and he thought he was having a heart attack. Does anyone with any common sense at all end on an augmented eleventh? I read somewhere that you can tell a lot about a person by their nicknames. Slippery Sloan was given as an example. Now, do you think this is true? Think about this. My buddy, my good old buddy, Madman Marsh, was not mad. Although my English professor at the University of Maine, Orono, Flunkum Fife, did grade rather severely. Weak Witten was a brilliant teacher and a good friend, and, and B.S. Barker, I can't even tell you here on the air what they called him, B.S. Barker, was also much too good for us undergraduates. It took some of us 20 or 30 years to realize what a great Professor he was, so do these names, these nicknames, have anything to do with a, what a person really did or was or thought? Anyway, a friend dropped in while I was thinking about this, which, which is why I don't really have any place to go with it. I forgot where I was going with this. Did it have to do with the power of alliteration? I don't know. Think up any ending to this that suits you. Tyson, doo, 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 doo. Ogie Michael, I think wrote that little old lady. Thank you for listening. With any luck at all, you know I'm here every week at this time on your favorite radio station playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. We've all experienced it. You have experienced it. We've all experienced it this, the frustration. Yes, I'm talking about the frustration of entering a room and forgetting what we were going to do or get or find. New research from a psychology professor at Notre Dame suggests that passing through doorways is the cause of these memory lapses. Main people, especially those living near Rockland, have known about this for years. We all have many neighbors who pass through the doorway of a bar and forget that they are married."